What's up, everyone? We back uh, after the All-Star Weekend. Uh, back with the same people. We don't have any guest speakers. It's only me. Y'all already know Felice. He's been here every single time. And then Azad as well has been here almost every single time. Uh, we're going to be discussing playoff seating today, uh, how things are shaking out and how they likely will in the last 20 or so games. As the NBA season pretty much, we only have one month left, really. Uh, February's pretty much over, and then April's the beginning of the playoffs and play-in. Uh, what's up with y'all? Man, nothing much. All-Star weekend was kind of like a... Yeah, it was all right, besides the... Uh... Dead, it wasn't dead for me. It was, yeah, it was, Kat it won was it. dead to me. <laughs> yeah, Cat won it, man. That's, that's more than enough for me. For All-Star I'm going to be honest. Week, week I only watched the three-point contest and dunk contest. I didn't care about anything else. I didn't watch the All-Star game. Well, I like the Rising Stars, uh, the new format. So I watched it for that. I watched, I watched part of that, and Jalen Suggs, um, is is on the is on the agenda now. Uh, Jalen Suggs, <laughs> why? He just sold. Is he on the good agenda oh, right. or the bad agenda? The bad one. I was about to say, like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of joking, but like, he really sold in, in that at the end of that Rising Stars game. I mean, I really caught watching sold. I saw Kawhi. If Jalen Suggs hit a free throw. Jalen, uh, Jalen Green and his team would have won. That's right. He missed the free throw. Yeah, he missed he the missed free throw. It. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't even care for it because Anthony Edwards was literally out. He didn't even play. He only played like two, two, like what the first like four buckets, and then he stopped playing the whole rest yeah. of the time. Oh, to but Jalen McDaniels was fun to see. To be fair, at least Jay Shantae and Sengun won it, so I, I walk out with something. Yeah, both my players lost. Jaden McDaniels, he he was carrying a team. What team was he on? Team Gary Payton. Yeah, he was on Team Payton, and he was carrying them. Yeah. Interesting format, I mean, though. Interesting format, for sure. I like it. I think it gives, like, more exposure to some of these uh, G League players since we don't get to, like, watch them as much. Who was that one young all. kid? I don't even think uh, he was – he's eligible to be drafted. He was on Team Barry. Uh, Scoot Henderson. I don't know. Was there one for each team? Scoot Henderson? Uh, it was – it's not Scoot. It was – he oh, was yeah. um, Dotson or something. Was that his name? Um, yeah, I don't remember. Dot. They call him Dot. Docs. I'm trying to – Sure. I like that format. I'm gonna format, look at Team Barry. I'm gonna look at Team Barry, and then I'll. I like I'll that format though, the where they have a. Uh, is it just G League players? It's, it was it's G League, yeah, G League young players. Such a yeah, that's a good format. Basically, first and second year players. I yeah. Can't believe K, they they gave Cade uh, MVP, which was not annoying. deserved, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Are you talking about Dyson Daniels? Dyson Daniels. There you go. Yeah, I figured. He hit what did you call him? I, 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 I thought it was Dot or something. I don't know. I, I literally did just, but Dyson Daniels was pretty impressive during the Rising yeah. Star game. Cause, Bro, uh, you know, you know who I did not like at all? I'm like, I was I was shocked. Jaden Hardy looked so bad. Yeah, he looked outmatched. He looked really bad. He couldn't even separate. He couldn't create any type of separation. I'm like, bro, you're playing against like, like first and second year players. Like the oldest but player you're playing also, against is 26, bro. His first and second year players weren't even trying. By the way, yeah, like this is the all star weekend. Nobody was trying at all. Did y'all see the uh skills challenge, the new format? I liked it a lot. I won't I lie, I was, big, I was a fan of it. I, did, I didn't watch it, but I don't know, man. I kind of like the old format, but it will key. Like, it yeah. depends. I guess the new format increases the length. I definitely yeah. don't like the team aspect, though. I think they need I don't, I don't like the team aspect, yeah. 
if they just did it individuals do, going through those three different things, that's completely cool. But like team aspect is not because it's unfair. Like the Antons Kumbo brothers were cooked. Like even though they survived, like the shooting contest, we knew they were gonna be the worst. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like the Cavs, uh, who won? I can't even remember. I think it was the Cavs who won. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, Team Cavs. Cavs yeah, I mean they're the more so fitting because it was in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, I mean um, that's nice for them and the fans that they had there. Yep, and then the All Star game they had Jared Allen representing and Darius Garland and LeBron. Well, see, I mean, is hey. NBA scripted? <laughs> no, I'm he joking. Said, and LeBron. <laughs> and LeBron. Hey, I mean LeBron himself, man. He said they got three All Stars, including me. So why can't I say it too? I guess. I mean, that's just tampering <laughs> to me. <laughs> that was so funny how he just like outright said it. Like he was just like, "Yeah, like I might." It's like he said something like, "It's not the end of the book." That's hometown love, man. That's the hometown love talking right there. Yeah, I always loved LeBron, like with Cleveland, because it was like a, a mega star in a small market team. Like it was just easy to root for. Easy, especially early on. I mean, just unless you're skipping hate, hateness runs through your DNA. LeBron was so easy. Yeah, to unless you skip Bayless. Yeah. Well, so right. We need to skip Bayless. <laughs> Why is that, Felice? Every, everybody needs to skip Bayless. We just need to be entertained. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, but then do we all need a Shannon Sharp, too? I guess. Shannon Sharp's just like, he's just outgoing. Like, he's just so dramatic. The funny he's a, guy. He, he's, he's enjoyable. Yeah. His football analysis is good, but his basketball stuff is just purely driven by LA Laker fandom. Yeah. 100%. Yep. So that was it for all. That's me. What, what did you think, Omar? About what? What did you think about All-Star Weekend? It was, it was the most enjoyable All-Star Sunday since uh, that one. Uh, what's that one where it went down to like Anthony Davis in the free throw? I can't remember the exact year, but that, that one was really good. I think that was the first year the format was... Uh, I think it's the second, though. It wasn't Team Curry, Team LeBron the first time. That was also a really good game, too, to be honest. Oh, yeah. That was one of those years where Lowry took a charge. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think was... I think it was 2020. 2020 was by far, like, my favorite All-Star game in recent years. Uh, it was in Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah it was, it was, it was yeah. poetic and beautiful. This one was... This dude... This dude uh, this dude, Giannis, was like, uh, uh, we targeted everyone that, like, was being guarded by James Harden. That shit was funny. That, yeah, that was the time. Funny thing is, maybe they'll get to play in the playoffs. Because last year, they really didn't, you know, James Harden was really played one game, and he was, like, injured badly. He was on, like, one leg. Yeah, so maybe this year, they'll get to have a fair fair matchup going head-to-head. But, I mean, either way, like, this, this so. the game was just, this game was, like, it didn't feel as exciting as the last ones for sure but it was still like curry curry uh three-point burst was it was just entertaining i guess it was a lot of fun uh, uh and lebron i've seen in the fadeaway game winners just that's picture perfect right there and then i mean that's just scripted at a, at a certain <laughs> point they gotta be scripted bro that was that, hometown, I don't know. hometown kid just just says the game winner like i feel like it was set up beautifully for. that's that's wild Demar had oh, they need new captains for next year yeah, 100%. I think LeBron, though, I think this like, year, though, was actually great. Like, the captains was really good, like, entertaining because of the whole hard Yeah, we, we need, uh, yeah, LeBron was pretty entertaining during the. We need Joel Embiid. We need Jokic and Embiid next year. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun if you get Jokic and Embiid up there. But they're, they're never going to yeah, get bro. enough votes to make it even close. 
They gotta they gotta make they gotta make like a rule where you can't just be the captain more than like two years in a row. Exactly, that's the only way. Like, cause LeBron's been five and zero, oh, but I also feel like they they should keep LeBron until someone beats him. To be honest. Yeah, this dude, the GM is it, this guy's hard to beat, bro. Five zero. He's a great general manager. I'm telling you, he's a great general manager. Oh, he I just wonder, gets lucky because team KD just doesn't know how to draft. If he ever retires, I wonder if he'll ever take up a front office role. I feel like I feel like LeBron will probably take do more like an ownership role, if anything. Yeah, ownership role because I and he got he got great knowledge. I feel like even as a GM, he would be really good building a yeah. team. So it'd be I feel fun. like he would. Isn't is Michael Jordan like? Does he make any decisions for the Hornets? Or um, he just own not them? not anymore. I heard like when he used to make decisions, they were in the mud. So oh, like, he used yeah, to make, yeah, no wonder they were bad. Jesus Christ, yeah, that's so terrible. They, he, he essentially, like, owners, I always strongly believe that owners should have no decision-making in, in any front office decisions. Like, they should just shut up and give the money that's needed because most owners are clueless about basketball. So Yeah, um, yep. unless you're, like, LeBron James. Yeah, exactly. Like, LeBron James seems like he loves the game. Like, even, like, the younger generation, he loves the game, and he's going to keep he just, up with he it. Just, bro. Bro, he be scouting on everything. He be watching games. He be playing 2K. He be doing all that stuff. Literally. Yeah, he just loves the geese. He just always playing the game, loves the game. But Michael Jordan, dad, I feel like once he retired, he'd just be chilling back and Smoking maybe. cigars, exactly. playing golf. Exactly. Yeah, occasionally watching. Something like that. Yeah. Katie's the same way. He's just not as outgoing as LeBron in terms of showing it. But Yeah, no. Katie also loves the game of basketball, too, for sure. And he always involved and stuff, but I don't know if KD would ever take up front office. Maybe he will, but I feel like LeBron's more of the personality to do that. Yeah, KD is more like reserved. Yeah. But yeah, that, those are my thoughts on All Star Weekend. But let's get down to the serious business. We got most teams have about like twenty-two or twenty-three or twenty-one games left of the NBA season. Like, it's like, what is the percentage? Less than twenty-five. Something yeah. like that. Um, uh, games left. The 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 thing is, I wanted to talk to you guys about where do you guys see how the playoff standings will shake up and how you guys think the plane will will go, like how it go through. Uh, I feel like the Western Conference is probably easier to talk about than the East. So let's start with the Western Conference first. Uh, what do you what do you guys? How do you guys think that's gonna shake up when it's all said and done? And I you- think the first like four seeds. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are probably just set in stone, like in the same order shuffling? they're in. The same order, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe Memphis like overtake Golden State. They're like two and a half games back. Maybe, like that, yep. mm-hmm. but I really don't see anything changing. In the top four seats, what you say? Yeah, in the, in the top four seats, I really don't see anything changing. All right. Do you think Luca and the Dallas could catch up to the Utah Jazz? <laughs> I mean, they're only two and a half games out, but then we say that, and the Mavs are only half a game back from the Denver Nuggets. So the Nuggets are only <laughs> the Nuggets are only uh half a game back from the Mavs, so it's like yeah, the Timberwolves are two games back, so start doing um, the whole league at that point, huh? Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I think Dallas could uh, they could definitely move up. I just um, I mean, look at the schedule. Let me check. I they think have they have a. They have a really bad schedule. Yeah, they have the um, the twenty first in strength of schedule, which is not bad, but they still have to face the Warriors twice, um, the Jazz twice, uh, which they struggled with a couple of nights ago. Um, I don't know if y'all watched that game. They but, lost, right? Yeah, Rudy Gobert just took over that game. It was 
kind of crazy. Like I, I've never seen Rudy Gobert just take over his game with his, like obviously he has great stretches where he is great on defense, but he literally took over that game both sides of the of the ball. Does Dallas so. really only have the twenty first ranked schedule? Because this schedule until like the last week looks awful. Yeah, they still have to face the Rockets twice. The Spurs are in there. The Knicks, the Blazers. Those all sound like um, wins, especially yeah. against the Rockets. I mean, they got the Warriors tomorrow. Then they got the Lakers. Then they got the Warriors. Sacramento, they should win, but remember, Sacramento's kind of revitalized a little bit. They got Utah. Bit. New York and Rockets should be win. Then Boston and Brooklyn in 76ers three times in a row. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And then it starts getting easier. The Hornets, then the Timberwolves, and the Rockets, and the Timberwolves. And then they got the Jazz. I, I, I guess the like the Imix is in bad and good. I guess it just doesn't feel like the twenty first ranked. Though I feel like it's it's a bit harder than that. That's what I feel. Yeah. Um. I mean, it it just depends on uh, the role players. I mean, they're not shooting the ball that great this year. Um. Like Dorian Finney Smith, Maxi Kleba. Um. Even like when Tim Hardaway Jr. was healthy, but he's obviously out for I don't know how long. I heard someone say he's out for the year, which I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. Who's out for the year? uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. They need him for the playoffs, though. I don't think they can win a playoff series uh, without him. Even though he's shooting bad, but I still think he his, uh, I I still think he's valuable to that team. 100%. I agree with you. 100%. Especially because, like, Spencer did what he cannot play with Luka at yeah, all. Yeah, that's, that's like, a terrible fit. Let's say two slow guards. Obviously, Luka is a lot more skilled, but Spencer did what he can't play. Like, the only time Spencer did what he can do anything is with him being in full control of the offense. Um, even then, he's not that good at that. But um, So, you think, Aza, what you're saying by this conversation, you don't think that – you think the top four seeds like Felisa will stay the same and Dallas will be able to? Yeah, I, 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 I think so. I mean, we're looking at it right now. Who's All it? Right, we so got Utah, you got Memphis, yeah, and then the Phoenix Suns and uh, Warriors. the Warriors. I don't think the Suns will fall off. So, you think um, uh, Grizzlies can interchange with the Warriors? Uh, they're only two games back, right? Yeah, it's only two and a half. I mean, they could. I haven't looked at the schedule. Um, they have a pretty easy schedule, actually. I'm looking at it right now. Um, they face the Spurs twice, the Pelicans twice, the Rockets twice, the Pacers twice. Um, so I think I think they'll retain as a top three seed. Um, I don't see Utah catching up to them. If they're going to catch Dallas. the Golden State, it would definitely have to happen within these next eight games, probably. I mean, this schedule for the Warriors is pretty difficult. They got the Mavericks tomorrow. Then they got the Minnesota Timberwolves on Tuesday. Then they got Dallas again on Thursday. Then they got the Lakers on Saturday. Then Denver on Monday. Then the Clippers on Tuesday. Then the Denver Nuggets. Then the Milwaukee Bucks. All directly after each other. And then it becomes. Yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the Grizzly schedule. It's not, not that hard. They have a tough yeah. back-to-back with Milwaukee and, and Golden State coming up. Or not coming up, but on March 26th. Uh, well, it's not they got a back-to-back. The Bulls today, though, right? They got the Bulls to play today? Yeah, that's all. I think they got. No, that was the Celtics game. Uh, but th- that should be televised nationally. That's a pretty good game. Yeah, the Nets, I think they got the Nets and Bucks nationally televised. I don't know why the Nets still get national television games. I won't lie right now the way they are, but all right. Yeah, Memphis's game against Boston got, uh, I think, upgraded to ESPN. The NBA is so bad with that. Do you guys also – I always had an issue with that. Do you guys have an issue that the NBA doesn't flex primetime games? Yes. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, you have to keep in mind, like, they do this before the year. So it's like they're projecting teams if good, like the Knicks. But the um, NFL changes it too. So why can't the NBA? Well, the NFL has like a, uh, they only change it in the last five or four weeks, something like that. Yeah, that's their rules though. But like the NBA has no rules. They can change it whenever the hell they want. Yeah, that is true. I don't think they do it early on, but especially down the stretch of the they season. Did it in I think. December. They literally put Minnesota on national television in December with the Lakers. Oh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Maybe they're just inconsistent with that. Yeah, probably. Because I don't know how Thursday – I don't know how you keep the Celtics and uh, – they literally had the Hawks and the Bulls and the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies were playing, and they still had the Nets and Celtics on national television. I, I don't know what – what they're thinking, thinking anybody would watch. Oh, maybe it's the big market aspect of it. It's a thirty point um, loss. I don't think anybody was tuning into that after this. Yeah, game. that was uh, that was a very funny game for me. Oh, was hilarious. <laughs> this minute, Javon uh, Carter was just doing like side steps, and I'm like, yeah, bro. Man, why, why you hate Javon Carter, man? What has Javon Carter done? I make threes. <laughs> bro, they they literally cut him like. Oh yeah, he's not on the team no more. Is he? He's not. A, he's on the Bucks now. The Bucks just picked up the Nets scraps. So they picked up. They picked up Bembry, who I don't know why they cut anyways, and they picked up Javon Carter. I don't. It's weird. Who well, knows? Maybe they're not allowing Booker to get him back or something. I don't know. But all right, uh, we kind of got into a tangent about how we hate the NBA flexing. Uh, okay, so okay, up next then would be. Okay, now Denver and Dallas are literally neck and neck. Do you see an interchanging of the fifth and sixth seeds in the West? Denver and Dallas? Yeah, it's it's a half game difference. Um and if Denver wins whenever they play next, I don't know when Denver play next. If they win, they would be tied with the Mavericks. Denver got a middle of the pack schedule in terms of strength. Um and then let me look at Dallas. Hold up. Oh, we said Dallas was uh, 20th, right? Or 21st? Yeah, like right that, yeah. 21st is what you said. I mean, I could see. I wouldn't be surprised whoever gets that um, that spot. I mean, most likely they would have to face the Jazz in the first round. Who do you think has a better chance to beat the Jazz in the playoffs? Um, I think it'll probably be the Nuggets. Yeah, I, think the Nuggets. Uh, I think Denver with Jokic getting uh, taking Rudy Gobert out the, out the paint. Yeah, I'd say. Denver has a better chance. Yeah, and then Although, I think Luca would do some vile things to the Jazz. Very yeah, we, we said nasty. that before a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. We talked like about if that. he was if he was averaging like thirty six against the Clippers, who have Kawhi and Paul George and a bunch of other like good defenders, like. Well, he wasn't necessarily cooking them. He was cooking Zubak for some reason. He was, like, he was just cooking. He was just cooking that team. But if. I mean, Rudy can't live that, outside the perimeter either. If he was doing that to the freaking Clippers, then I can only imagine what he's going to do to the Jazz. The thing is, though, with the Dallas, it's like, I feel like teams that, the team that will face them in the playoffs, I feel like they'll let Luka do his thing, but key on, on everyone else. Because uh, Luka's not, I mean, as good as he is, that roster around him, he's not, uh, not going to carry them to I don't think he's going to carry them to a playoff series win. I think a guy like Dinwiddie or Brunson has to, like, average damn near 20 for them to uh, move on. And the shooting has to be, like, 
I mean, it has to be like last year. You know, remember how good the shooting was last year? Yeah, this roster has not been shooting the ball well at all. So. Yeah, their defense has been great, but yeah. Nonetheless, the West playoffs will be interesting. The three, the three, six, and the four or five matchups will be very fun to see. Seeing the Clippers at the eight seed is kind of hilarious. So do you guys? Okay, so now we're gonna move on to. So you do you, actually, you guys didn't even ask the question. Can Denver? Will Denver overtake Dallas when it's all said and done? I said they could. I said, I I said they're surprised. very capable of doing. I wouldn't be shocked if they do. Give me an answer though. I want a yes or a no. Uh, <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. is out for the rest. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Nuggets over overtake them. I'm gonna okay. say they take the yeah. first. You got Denver at five. Okay. Yeah, Denver at five. Denver at five. Okay. Yeah. So we, we especially will... especially if Jamal Murray and uh, Michael MPJ, Porter Jr. come yeah. back like they like the uh, I don't know who it was that for the Nuggets that said that, but somebody did. Yeah, though they said they're optimistic they'll both be back. Yeah. So if they really do like if they really are close to coming back, then that should help Jokic out. But if I'm Utah, I don't want to deal with Denver if they get their two, those two guys back. So I'd probably be rooting for Dallas to stay fifth if I were Utah fan. Uh, now we get now we get to the play-in teams seven through ten. Uh, I personally think it's gonna stay the same personally, ex- except for the Pelicans getting to ten. I think everything else stays the same. Yeah, that, that, guys, that ten that seed, that ten seed is there's a lot of teams competing for that right now. Yeah, yeah. There's the there's the Blazers, there's the Spurs who are only a game back. There's the Pelicans. There's the Kings who are trying to, like, whatever, but they're, like, three and a half games back. I don't know. Yeah, there's only think... two teams that you know for sure won't get the – or will be in playoff position. That's the, the Thunder the Thunder and the Rockets. Yeah, their <laughs> so, seasons are over. Yeah, so the top 13 seeds are – I mean, the, the 13 through 10 seed are within uh, two or uh, one game. So that's yeah. kind of crazy. Was that was that the same last year? I don't even remember uh, last year. No, there's like a big drop off between nine, uh, ten and eleven. I'm pretty sure last. It was like the Grizzlies, Warriors, and like um. Grizzlies, Warriors, Spurs, was... and somebody else. Right. Lakers, yeah, Spurs. Lakers are also in the playing too. Last year. Yeah, that, that meant Demar Derozan then show. Hey. Well, it's a new Derozan now. It's a new Derozan. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised San Antonio is still in that play in position as well. I mean, the 10th seed is so bad. Is, is that really shocking? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. The 10th seed is literally yeah. like 12 games over under, under 500. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so how do you guys see, okay, we, the 10th seed, who do you guys think of ends up with it then? I think the Pelicans are getting that. Yeah, I think the Pelicans will get Okay, all of us got them. the Pelicans at 10. All yeah, right, there's, so, there's no way oh, the Blazers my. with Simons <laughs> and, and whatever's left of like they no, Nurkic, by the way. Nurkic is done for yeah. Nurkic is balling. Even CJ McCollum? Nurkic is done. Oh, he's done? Yeah, oh, yeah. Done. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He is done. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Blazers are done. They have no one left. If they yeah. make the play, and that's a testament to uh, the coaching or whatever they got left. Yeah. <laughs> like but Chauncey Billups? Hey. Like, this thing can still be in the playing spot with 23 games, oh. only up by one game. That's crazy. How confident are you that the Timberwolves will move up to six or move down? Maybe. Uh, I'm a hundred percent certain they will not move up or down. I don't think either. I don't think the Clippers can catch them, and I don't think they're gonna catch the Denver Nuggets at this rate. So if they stay where they are, they'll probably face the Warriors in the first round. Yeah. Well, the playing. The playing so first, but we play oh, the yeah. Clippers. The playing and first. I think they beat the Clippers at home without Kawhi Leonard and without Paul George. Just assuming both right. are out. 
And even if I, they don't, don't they get a second? Don't they get a second opportunity? We do get two games. We get to play the Lakers and whoever and the Pelicans. We have the Pelicans uh, as as our tenth seed. For example, the Lakers and Pelicans. Whoever wins out of that game, the Timberwolves get two lives essentially. They get to play against the eighth seed and then whoever wins. But I mean, the Clippers right. are beating us. The Clippers, they're not apologizing. It's not even going to be a fair matchup. So, right. I would love to see a Timberwolves Grizzlies first round. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm I don't know if y'all saw Anthony Edwards said something about the rivalry with the Grizzlies. Um, he said he wants to be. He said, "I don't care what happens this year. I want to beat the Grizzlies." And uh, yeah, he, he said that twice. We beat them twice. Uh, I, I feel think... like whoever the Grizzlies face in the first round will be a hell of a series. Like they could face Dallas, Denver. I don't think the Grizzlies um, want to see us. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm not even trying to guess at the Timberwolves. I don't think they want to see the Timberwolves. Are you, you talking that, the that matchup, shit to Grizzlies, huh? The matchup is, is just favors Minnesota heavily. Uh, the matchups. And I can lie, Steven Adams may have a... Uh, Steven Adams is going to be unplayable. They're playing... Yeah, he's going to be unplayable. At the five. Like, there's, there's no other solution to that. Surprisingly, though, two games ago when we played each other, Steven, like, it's not just Steven Adams. They had the most offensive rebounds in, the, in, in this year. I think it was, they had 27 offensive rebounds. Jesus. Yeah, they, they had 41 free throws, and they still lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like, that is bad. And then at the Everest had, like, five points, and he shot, like, one of, like – He's been in a slump in general, yeah. He's yeah. been in a slump recently. He's, since that Indiana game, he's been literally – he's been playing. Not don't get me wrong. He literally clamped Josh at 7-25. Josh he's phenomenal on defense. But on offense, I don't know what happened to him, but he just vanished. He's, he's been gone. I don't know what's going on. He hasn't been shooting good at all. He's been, I don't know. I mean, D'Lo saved us on, was it Thursday? Yeah, it'll be Thursday at this point. It was Thursday when D'Angelo Russell uh, just destroyed them. He had like 23 points in the, in the fourth quarter. But yeah. no, we're not, we're not overtaking. Unless the Denver Nuggets like Jamal and MPJ don't come back all year. And my assumption is they'll come back mid-March. Uh, then no, we're not catching them. If by somehow those guys are out all season, maybe like a 10% chance. Maybe. And then, no, I don't think the Clippers going to catch us. Do you guys think the Lakers can turn it around, though? No. No, Bro, you guys they think said, they're stuck they at nine? AD, yeah, they're stuck at nine. Bro, they said AD is out for like another four to five weeks. They're, they're not... Wait, isn't that the whole season? Yeah, they're, they're saying that AD might be out for another four to five weeks. Oh, that's like season. literally like the whole yeah, season. That's the season. And if he doesn't come yeah. back in time for the play-in, then they're uh, cooked. Yeah, that, 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 they're they're super cooked. They're not beating the Pelicans in the, that night's ten game, especially if Zion's back. No LeBron chance. might just have like a forty-point triple-double, and they still just might lose. Their only hope is that Russell Westbrook did what he did with Washington last year, where he just turned it on in the second half of the season. But I in mean, March, I, bro. <laughs> I don't see that. Yeah, I don't see that happening. <laughs> But your roster was also more tailored to Russell Westbrook than the damn Lakers rosters right now. So yeah, bro, he, was, like, he was just better last year. When Russ <laughs> started doing that, better, yeah. when Russ was doing that, he started off in like what was it like February? Like, bro, we're in March almost. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And don't forget, and like he's he has still to deal just with the, playing like he's dealing with the Lakers to fan level. base too, man. So yeah, it's not like Washington. The fan base in Washington doesn't even see that toxic. I didn't even see too much about their Westbrook hatred. Ah, uh, when Russell Westbrook was playing bad, they were pretty toxic. Were they? Were they? Okay, I can't remember that. But like, it's obviously, it's, even if they're toxic, they're not as loud as the Lakers fans. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that's a big market team, right? Like, yeah, everything Russ does is magnified to like the extreme. I mean, it's Russell Westbrook, so it should be anything new to him. 
Uh, we're talking about like the Lakers now, so. I mean, like, pretty much oh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook has been criticized since he left OKC because OKC fans, Westbrook was like everything to them. They never, no matter how he was doing, they yeah, never he's, once. Yeah, he's the most beloved. Even to in the this franchise. day, they they will never ever talk bad about that about Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, as they I should. Can't blame him. Yeah, exactly. They they he's he's kind of like their hero to that franchise. So, yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, but, he's the one who stuck around when. Obviously, KD left, and um, there was that rivalry that uh, everyone wanted to say it was a rivalry, even though it, no, it really wasn't between Bro, KD the, and Russ. The Thunder, the Thunder literally got their ass whooped every time by the Warriors. No, I mean, it was like a rivalry in terms of like the two players. You could on the court, you, you remember there was talking, there was giant and stuff, but yeah. um, even Andre Robeson, I think, got into it with KD. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, they won though. I'm pretty sure OKC won that game, didn't they? That first matchup didn't OKC beat the. I'm pro- I promise you they didn't. Um, they didn't. I, I know they won a, a matchup. I know they, they won, won a matchup, but I think that was with Paul George. Oh, okay. okay. There was a game. Yeah, it was with Paul George. It was in uh, it was in Oakland too. I remember that game. It was on that, TNT. That first game where. Golden State was in OKC. The energy was crazy with the cupcake signs and everything. That was crazy energy. Was that the game Russ dropped like 45 and they still lost? I Probably no was. Because it was in 2017. So. But that game was was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, back, I mean, back to Russ today. I mean, he's obviously the key. I mean, if Russell Westbrook plays well, I think they'll Definitely be in the play in. Um, They'll easily be the play in. Do you think they could overtake the Clippers for eight? Um, they ah, they're zero and two against the Clippers so far, right? Zero and three this season. Zero and three. Yeah, they faced them on uh, March third. More tied. Yep. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so hard to tell, but um. You see, you sound very unconfident. Let me just tell you that right now. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm mean, there. Four four games back, I think, of the Clippers. They're um, two two and a half back of the Clippers, four back from the Timberwolves. Yeah, I have no faith in the Lakers, so I probably not. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably not. I I think they'll still be ahead of Portland. Like they're gonna stay at nine, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna stay at nine by default. Yeah. Okay, so no, now that we got our top ten seats figured out. The playing rounds would be the Timberwolves versus the Clippers, the Pelicans versus the Lakers. Who y'all got winning? If that, if obviously everything's, because we pretty much believe everything's gonna stay stay the same except for the Blazers and Pelicans switch, and then the Nuggets and Mavs switch. But the Nuggets and Mavs don't matter. We're not gonna make actual playoff predictions. I'm just talking about the playing, so the top eight seeds are set. Who do you got winning this the seven or eight game? Uh, seven uh, game. How long is Norman Powell out? Uh, I have no clue to be honest. It says he's, he's expected to be back soon, so I don't think he'll be out that long. Um, assuming assuming Paul George and Kawhi are not playing. Yeah, assuming both are out. That's what going by. Uh, the Timberwolves would win that game. Yeah, I, got, I, I would say the Timberwolves would win that. Assuming and, those two doesn't play. Now, if assuming, one of them yeah. plays, it gets tricky. Yeah, no. no. If, if Paul George plays, the Timberwolves are losing because every single game he's played this year against us, they beat us by 20 points. We played in three times with Paul George, and we lost by 20 points all those games. They're not right. winning if Paul George plays. Now, I'm just assuming Paul George, because I don't know who, what source said February 24th. They're going to give him an MRI and let people know what his status is. We're two days past that point, and we don't know anything about him. They said, uh, no, Tyrone Lue, like, spoke about it. He said that he's feeling better. 
doesn't not sure if he's gonna come back, blah blah blah, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, all right, so we just got a bunch of nothing again. All right, I don't think he's gonna be back. So let's just assume Kawhi and him are out. Okay, we got Timberwolves. Okay, now Lakers and Pelicans. We got winning that one. Assuming uh, Anthony Davis, let's say he sneaks back for the play. I I think the Lakers will win like a an overtime game. And Zion is back. Let's say both are back. Oh, if both are that. back. Uh, yeah, I got Ooh. the Pelicans winning. If both AD and and Zion are back, yeah, Zion will surely return. I'm confident before the season ends. I still got the Lakers, Loki. I just the uh, Pelicans. I have no confidence in this Lakers team. I've had no confidence in. Them I don't either, but country. like, I just I don't know, man. Zion coming back, like I don't, I don't think that team will gel. With uh, I mean, obviously Zion's their best player, but I don't, I don't think they'll gel right away with CJ in the mix. Um, it might take some time. Plus, their defense is horrible, so. I don't know. Yeah, like the Lakers some the like behold anyways. Yeah, that's true, but like I don't know. I just trust the Lakers a little bit more. Okay. LeBron losing a playing game would be crazy, but yeah, I, mean, I, I I don't well then uh yeah, that is true. But I, I'll take if both are healthy, give me the give me the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh so I'm the only one going with the Lakers. I, I don't have confidence in that team, bro. It's not that I don't have even confidence, it's cause LeBron literally has to be a one man show. That even if the problem is even when AD plays, when him and LeBron and Russ all three play together, it's like Anthony Davis takes a, a tremendous backseat. Like his best numbers this year was against Philadelphia. LeBron James was sitting out that one, um, and then there was another game he did really good, and one of the stars were out. It was also against the Clippers. All the games he did good, and LeBron James was sitting out. And that's not to say him and LeBron can't play together, but I think when all three are there and now Russ and LeBron are handling the ball majority of the time, AD kind of takes a backseat. He shot like one time in the fourth quarter against the Blazers. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, in one of those yeah. games, LeBron was even healthy that one. It was just him and Russ. I don't know what's going on with AD, but I'm just saying when all three are there, it's like he takes a backseat and shot attempts. Uh, and they're going to put big bodies on AD, man. Can AD handle Jonas? That that strength, um, I don't know. Uh, AD I mean, we don't know how healthy. Exactly, how and like healthy he's rushing back with that. Like obviously, AD fully healthy. I think his weight would wash Jonas. Um, but this is AD coming, probably rushing back. I mean, four to five weeks is literally playing around playing time. He's probably going to be yeah. rushing back to get into that game. And on a, on a on an ankle that he just came back from, can AD keep Zion and 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 and. Jonas from attacking the paint all game. That's just tough. They're asking too much from AD. And, I, and the Lakers' perimeter defense is so bad, they're pretty much on him if they're going to be able to stop anything from the Pelicans. And that, uh, it seems like a disaster trying to stop CJ. For me, Brandon is um, and for me, for me, I just I just have a gut feeling that they're just going to win their playing game. You know how they, they won last year versus the Warriors at LeBron? Yeah, LeBron, uh, miracle fadeaway. Yeah, I just I don't yeah, know why. I just feel like LeBron's gonna do some heroic shit in that game. But last year there was a there are a better team though last year. That must be stated. Yeah, they were they still weren't good last year as well. They, no, they, they were, were they top. They're like a top three seed before Anthony Davis got hurt for that whole month. And they were the number one defense in the NBA. Like they're really before good LeBron. when their guys were healthy. So before be LeBron and AD got injured, they were literally like number one in defensive rating. So. That team was way better than this one. Yeah, they were a contender when both of those guys were playing last year. This year, when both those guys play, they're barely at 500 level. So, it's I yeah. think it's just such a far much worse team this year that when is Kendrick Nunn even gonna play? He's literally been out all year. I don't think he's I don't think he's playing, bro. I don't. 
It's probably not. It's probably out. I don't know what's going on with them. Trevor Ariza coming and doing nothing. I don't, I don't know, know why Lakers fans gas these signings. They're they're not relevant. I, 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 like, bro, <laughs> Wayne Ellington. <laughs> hey, don't, don't, hey, don't disrespect Wayne Ellington. Why? He, he, he a UNC legend in my books. UNC. <laughs> I always forget you like UNC. Malik Monk is like the only signing that's worked out this summer. Malik Monk has been the only impactful signing they have made. Because he's been phenomenal. He gonna, is he, isn't he Was it a one-year deal? So he's pretty much it getting... It was a one-year year. Yeah, he's hitting him back. He's, he's yeah. out of there. He's, he's a smart a man. Cheap, it was a cheap deal too, like... He, he banked man. on himself. He banked on himself, and now he's getting the bag soon. Yeah. You got to love it. But That's it yeah. for the West, though, right? Yeah, that's it for the West. But, you know, the Lakers, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they're, the East is where it gets hard now. That's why I decided to put the East second. Because the East is a nightmare to talk about. The East is where we start cooking. We can't even say, like, what who's going to stay top four seed. Because, like, the fourth seed is only, like, two and a half games back at the seventh seed. So yeah. I'm gonna let one of you guys take over. Start us off with the talking point for the standings. Uh, Felice, you can go, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I think the the Heat and the Bulls. I think they'll remain in the top four easily. Okay. All right. I think. I'm not gonna lie. The teams in the top four right now. I, I'm I'm pretty confident they'll stay in it. I know, like, the standings are really close. I think the Cavs are going to have, like, a slight drop-off because right now they have, like, all of their guards are just, like, injured. Yeah, Darius is out for extended time, they said, apparently. Darius is out. Rondo's out for, like, two weeks. I'm pretty sure Levert is injured. He is. You have a couple weeks, too. So they're just down to, like, what, a guard? Fucking uh, Isaac Okoro? Isaac Okoro, yeah, pretty much. They're they're down to, yeah. yeah they're Teddy down Osmond. Probably as well. He's a, those guys are wings anyway, too. They're not. Even... Guys are supposed to be wings, anyways. That's what they're down right. to. So I, I think the Cavs are gonna have a slight drop off. I think the Celtics will finish with a five seed. The way they're playing, they're playing really good basketball right now. Since the new year, they've been probably the best team in the NBA. I think, I think they could, they could even creep up to a four seed. It just depends on Milwaukee, because I know they've had like some injuries this year. Giannis has missed some games, so I don't know. I guess kind of tricky with that. Toronto. I think Toronto will fall. I think Brooklyn, with KD comes back, will move up. Um, and then... Uh, I'm not going to lie. 9 and 10, I just see staying at the same spot. I know the Wizards are a game back of the Hawks, but I just don't see the Wizards making the play-in. Yeah, and then I, I think the Sixers will probably remain as a third seed. I mean, uh, I think Chicago... When is, when is Caruso and Lonzo coming back? I think it's they're only like supposed to be like three, three, three-ish weeks on that. Not too long away. Because they okay. they got injured like around like the trade deadline. Lonzo yeah. before then wasn't it? Wasn't Lonzo got yeah, injured? Lonzo, Caruso got injured around the trade deadline. Lonzo got injured like what was it like ten days before that or something? So they should be back mid March probably. Yeah, they should yeah. be back in like three, three-ish weeks, two, three weeks, something like that. Yeah, I I've been really like stepping up for them on defense especially um so i think uh you said you think they'll remain as a top three seed felice or four top four yeah okay i can see the sixers overtaking like one of the one of the uh, bulls or heat but that just depends on the sixers being healthy 
Yeah, because I don't think, like, usually when a player gets traded, uh, like a big piece like James Harden, you would think, oh, like, they would have to adapt. But James Harden and Joel Embiid just – they just click. You just knew that they were gonna click right, right away. Yesterday, so. yesterday, yeah. was, yesterday was. Let's not hoops. talk about yesterday. Let's not talk yesterday, about yesterday. Yesterday was some pure, just pure hoops. That was that was beautiful to watch. No, nah, Ed Malloy. Ed Malloy. Hey, yo, you say pure hoops? That was that was just pure hoops. Yes, if that's you, exactly what I said. Azad, if you think free throws bro, are bro, pure hoops, like then you would enjoy stuff. it. <laughs> I'm dead. If you think Azad, if you enjoy free throws, that was pure basketball for you. Yeah, I didn't. I, I heard about the free throws. Uh, I didn't it watch was, the game. It, so was, I, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. Of course, it was Felice. Of course, because you were James Harden fan. I, I tuned into that Spurs Wizards one hundred fifty. Oh, yeah, that, that was crazy offensive. I didn't get to see that. How was that, man? I was I was I was at work. I didn't get to see that. How was yeah. that game? Kuzma and Dejounte went off. Kuzma was got track gas. Who won at the end? By the way. The Spurs won because Kuzma got tired. Man. He got yeah. The clutch shots ran out for Kuzma. How did yeah. y'all let Jakob Pertl drop twenty eight points, eleven rebounds, and eight assists? Y'all, y'all got because, him looking like Jokic. Yeah, oh, these European these just, Europeans balling. Some about West Unsell not liking Daniel Gafford and Hachimura together, um, and that duo. So I, I don't know why he did that. Yeah, but. I could tell by the box score. How old is Jakob Pertl, by the way? I just want to see his age. I think he's like he almost had a. Double double, I think no, almost a triple double. Right? Yeah, he's like eight he had eight downs yesterday. <laughs> he's gonna be an interesting trade piece for the Spurs in the summer. Yeah, I think they'll get rid of him. Yeah. They get a lot. They could get a decent amount back too. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So you guys, I I think um, when it's all said and done, I think the Chicago Bulls will probably get the number one seed. I think they'll overtake Miami, even though they're tied right now. But I guess record breaker since Miami gets one right now. I think it's going to be a mad race to number one. I think every every team wants to avoid probably Brooklyn. Uh, eight, um, eight right now, or seven. So you want to avoid the two seed right now. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess. I'm not, I mean, not going to lie. Like, even if the Nets have um, KD, Kyrie, and Simmons healthy, like, that team just being so bad, like defensively, like I'm not like too worried. I mean, they okay, obviously... that, do you want your first round? Do you want that to be your first no, round? No, I don't. I don't want that to like if, if that's your first round. That's that's going six, my opinion. But depending on what team you are, but yeah, I don't. I don't think the Bulls want to see the the. In a, in a first I don't think Miami round. does either. I don't think any any like Miami. the only teams I think that would be fine with seeing Brooklyn first round is obviously oh. every team would be fine with seeing them. I think the, the teams that would be about. fine seeing them is Milwaukee Philly and Philadelphia. Milwaukee. Exactly. Yeah. Those two, teams, those two yeah. teams can just pick and roll them to death. Like they they can make them pay, but I mean the Bulls, yes, Vucevic is good and all, but he's he's a liability in the paint himself too. He's been really good uh, defensively. That's as why. Way, so. Yeah, that's lately why, he's been he's been good lately. That's why they need um Caruso and Lonzo because Caruso and Lonzo are actually like decent rim protectors for guards, and they like rotate over because. The the Bulls have like some weird scheme where they have like the Rosen as like the help defender and stuff. So yeah, this yeah, is a great and help defense. Chicago in the postseason, I know a lot of people have their concerns about the Rosen, but man, their first round series right now is the Raptors. But obviously, I'm not gonna get into playoff prediction. But depending on That'd where be a they crazy end up, crazy narrative series. Like it would DeMar be versus old team. It's old team, but mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at the way it is, I I haven't seen their schedule, so I'm not gonna. I don't know who has the easiest schedule between Miami and. 
and Chicago, but health is on Miami side. Miami may really just end up keeping the number one seed. And then we yeah. could see then Chicago would get to take on Brooklyn likely in that, that seven to that second seven game. And that that's just a horrible unfair because if they lose first round, it's not even like they lost to like some seven seed. They lost to contenders. So that would be unfortunate. So I wonder like if if teams if 76ers, Chicago, any especially the teams with the realistic shot at the second seed, do they start maybe low key tanking a little bit to not get that second and avoid it? I don't know. I don't. I don't think teams are gonna start tanking. I don't think they're doing that. Every you don't think strategic strategicness? You don't think they they would want to avoid Brooklyn? I don't think nah. All right. I, I guess if Bro, the mandate doesn't change, you don't need to avoid them. I guess. So from one thing, CBS Sports. One thing Force, I want to say real quick. Um. All right. Go ahead. One thing I want to say real quick about the DeRozan playoff thing. DeRozan is going to get a bunch of one-on-one looks the entire postseason with how uh, good the floor spacing is on that Bulls team. So if he – like the way he's playing this season, like he should be destroying that. Hey, yo, oh, he speaking will. of DeRozan, I have a question for you all. Um, obviously, I mean, DeMar DeRozan's – I mean, I don't know if, where he lands in y'all MVP ranking, but let's say DeMar DeRozan – chokes in the playoffs again um the is this season um like tainted for him or like do you feel like um because i'll be still gonna have a sour taste in the mouth if he has a, a disappointing playoffs again but like would you say like it would be uh i don't know like a disappointing year for him i'm not gonna no. lie if demar Derozan has a bad playoff series with this bulls team they might just write the eulogy on him <laughs> it, it, it might get nasty I if he know. finishes top three in MVP, uh, then I think he'll be fine. Um, is it, just go ahead, my bad. No, I'm saying, like, if he finishes top three in MVP, then I feel like uh, – because he's going to be a finalist for that, right? So Definitely. It'll, it'll be a success because he's never been an MVP-type player, even with Toronto. Um, it's kind of like him with Toronto, he, that was his best scoring years. But him with San Antonio, that was his best playmaking years. It's kind of like him in Chicago is like kind of the, the best of both worlds, kind of. Um, so, yeah, he has no excuse to to disappoint. I think the playoffs. It's, it's really. I think I, I think it's the playoff history is there, but it's so overblown. Ninety nine percent of the time, the way the players play in the regular season, it just continues into the playoffs. Like literally ninety nine percent of the time. So. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Lowry, like, kind of got rid of those narratives. That yeah, he... like, the thing is, DeRozan is – right now, you could tell – argue. And I, so right now, someone could say DeRozan my MVP, and, and you, you could even argue against it. But Yeah, I mean, like, really can't. there's no reason why he, when he's on a superior team you, where you can't help off him because even his center can shoot the three ball. There's no logical reason why he won't be doing the same things. There's really no yeah. – unless he – someone's, yeah. like – so like the shamans, you know, Felice Yaya Torre shamans curse DeRozan into irrelevancy. There's no way he's just gonna magically just yeah, not bro. do what he does. If with this current Bulls team he doesn't like keep up the way he's like playing right now, which is like he's playing up. He's, like like you said, he's like MVP level right now. If he doesn't like play like this in the playoffs with this team, which is like greatly constructed, they might just write the eulogy on him. <laughs> They might just write it. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, there's literally no reason for DeRozan to, like, underperform or whatever in the playoffs. Would the season be a, a disappointment if he does that? 
No, because he's, he's underperforming the playoffs a lot of times, but this year at least he was the MVP candidate or MVP potentially. So, no, I, I would not say it's a uh, disappointment. Yeah, I want to say that, that was something I, I was thinking of the other day because it's like every time you say DeMar DeRozan is having MVP, right? There's going to be those trolls that are like, oh, what is he doing in the playoffs? Yeah, I hate that. I hate those comments so much. It's just like, yeah, enjoy really the season. Annoying. Enjoy the damn season. We're not even in the playoffs. You're not no future vision person. Enjoy the regular season. And when the playoffs right. comes around, let's see what he does then. But for now, he's, he's having a historic year. Give the man his props. Give the man his flowers. And bro, the that, thing that is guy like, was, yeah. That guy was considering taking an MLE in the offseason, bro. Like, and this is what he's doing. Like, like special. Yeah, I just special. gotta respect it at this point. People kept saying he was the worst signing. I mean, they look like some idiots right now. I don't know why yeah. anybody would think DeRosa would be a bad signing anyway. To like personally, to be honest, but that's wild that the Lakers were like, oh, just inches away from getting this guy. That's oh, wild. Thank God they didn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Bro. They would have had uh, LeBron and, and freaking wasn't on this team. Jesus Christ. I think back to the standings, I think the Heat, they would be my pick to get the one seed because there's, what, 24, 23 games left, and 15 of those games they have at home. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, so I I think they'll probably get the one seed. Um, They don't have a – you know, I'm on CBS Sports. They're saying that they have the fifth easiest remaining schedule. So I think they'll probably be the one seed at the end. I think it'll be close. Yeah, and they got they got health on their side. They got um they got Bam back. They have yeah, most of their Bam's been really good recently. Uh, Harrow's still playing. Oladipo's like supposedly like only like a week or two away. See what he could do off the bench. So yeah, they have like most of their team healthy, anyways. Yeah, so I would say Miami for the one seed. I think they'll get it. Um, yeah. We got number two. Then do you think Chicago keeps two? Yeah, I think Chicago keeps it. I think the top three will remain the same. Um, okay. Interesting. I think Cleveland falls, as Felice said. Um, yeah, bro, that, those injuries are just going to, like... So, them. do you think, then, you think top four seeds the same than Azad, the way it looks right now? Yeah, I would say top four seeds stay the same. Okay. And then the Cavs would fall, and the Raptors would fall, and the Nets and Celtics would rise. So, how far what does if- the Nets go? Do the Nets catch up to the Cavaliers or not? They're five game back of uh, the Celtics and Cavs, right? Yeah, um, they are. They I, are four and a half games out of Cleveland. They are five games back from Milwaukee, and they are four games back from Boston. Boston is a six seed right now. Right. So, I think they'll probably be the seventh seed then. Dean. I'm not gonna lie. If Toronto starts winning games, and I I just see Boston overtaking Cleveland, anyways. Cleveland might fall to the play-in game. Like, that's a real possibility with, like, all the injuries they have right now. No, 100%. Yeah, unfortunately. That's a real possibility. And they've had a great season. Their defense has been amazing. Garland has been amazing. But without Garland, without Levert, without Rondo off the bench, like, they are screwed. It's going to really – maybe we're going to be seeing play Mobley soon. Maybe. Like they they might realistically fall to the plan. It's not some crazy far fetched idea, especially if the Nets and Raptors start winning games. And that's sadly because injuries, not even because of their talent level. Yeah, it's not even because of talent level. Unfortunately, yeah, and I mean, Brooklyn is will be interesting to watch because I don't have they even given an update on Ben Simmons' status. Ben Simmons, by the way, I saw this on Twitter today. It was it was kind of funny. 
he has apparently not taken a single like highly intensive workout so far. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm gonna I'm gonna read this out. I'm gonna find the tweet. This is really funny. So when is he gonna come back if that hasn't even happened? Steve Nash said, and I quote, Ben Simmons has yet to partake in a high-intensity workout, which is a big barometer for his return. He's doing skill work, physio, and individual work. This is tweeted out today at 12.04 p.m. There should be no reason why Ben Simmons is not physically, cannot go into high-intensity workout and go around Dragic out all year and do and it. Goran Dragic is coming, is, and, and he's about to play tonight. All these, all these like, random-ass vets that get called up whenever there's, like, an injury or COVID or whatever the case may be. They're ready to play right away. So I don't know why Ben Simmons just magically can't play. Like, dude hasn't played in seven months. What is there to ramp up for? I know the he's up. dealing with the mental stuff. But, I mean, it's maybe that's... That, I, mean. <laughs> I, I know it's... I don't know uh, if he's over or not, I mean. but is he... Like, is that what, what's keeping him from high intense workout? Or is there some injuries? That, I don't know is what's going on Is he not conditioned? There. Like, because they were saying that he was supposed to be, like... They were saying that he was conditioning throughout all this time. So, like... Yeah. What's going and, on? And Steve Nash said he's going to start intensely. <clears throat> and I said Steve Nash. Someone said, uh, Brooklyn Source said that he's going to start working out seriously this week to get back into game shape. If he hasn't yeah, done a high workout, they, 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 said, they said this week he was supposed yeah. to be doing that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I yeah, guess KD is going to have to carry. The Nets face the Sixers on March 10th. So. I don't think Ben Simmons is playing that game, by the way. You don't think he's playing? At I this think rate, he's not no. playing, bro. At this rate, at this rate, if he hasn't even, there's no way you could tell me. Isn't it two weeks away? Bro, not even. Yeah, two March weeks. 10th. Like, yeah. That's like no, th- bro. This this month ends in two days. That's literally twelve days away. The, the, why should it? Uh, yeah, that's that's like two weeks. Why should he not be ready in two weeks to play? I don't know. I don't even think it's like if he's gonna be ready or not. I think he literally does not want to play in Philly. That's not. That's no. If I was, if I was, if, like, listen. I know he's dealing with mental stuff, and that's completely fine. And take your time, Ben. Take whatever you need. Uh, but if he's right, I'm saying if he's like officially like they say he's good to go in all aspects. There's no excuse why he should not be playing in Philly. What is this? They, what does he think this is? Like he's getting sent to space, or he's getting sent to some? Bro, you know what's crazy? Area? If he doesn't, if he thinks it's gonna be bad on March 10th, what if the Nets play the Sixers in a playoff series? It's gonna be way worse then. You might as well just rip the Band-Aid off now. Bro, every player goes back and plays in their hometown. LeBron, y'all remember that LeBron Cavs one? Yeah. Uh, KD with the OKC, bro. Just like Kyrie had his thing. Yeah, with Boston. Just do it. If if you're good, if Ben Simmons, they say is good to go. I generally don't see any way just because he's just because he may not want to play there. That that Steve Nash would allow that. He he'd probably play. And apparently there's something going on with like uh you know how he got like fined like a bunch with the Sixers yeah. obviously for apparently there's like there's like some like I don't know if this is true or not but he's trying to like fight to get that money back or something I'm not I don't I don't know if that's like accurate or yeah I, I even think he get that money back there ain't no way they could give that money back to you once they take it, you don't get it back because they give it they 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 donate that money so he can't even get it back it's just like anyways. And, uh, well, yeah, with Ben Simmons stuff, I don't know what's going on there. But Kyrie at least is playing tonight. I know that much. Uh, yeah. And with depending on how the mandate goes, it seems like the mayor was making it seem like he's going to undo that soon. He may be playing home games as well. But yeah, he said in like the next couple of weeks. So, so that's pretty much like yeah, March 10 around then. Most so of even the though season. that's in Philly, that's it. Yeah. So he'll be they they'll have Kyrie for like at home games for half of the season. 
I said half. What half of what's left right now? Yeah, I think I think there's only like I think the Nets only have like eight more home games, something like that. But at yeah, least the good news is it seems like he'll be there for the playoffs. That was the biggest concern at first. Yeah. And that may help Kyrie. Kyrie with his injury concerns, I mean, maybe this rest helps him out actually finish a postseason. I don't also, know. Also, uh, even even if uh, they remove this mandate, hypothetically speaking, let's say the, the, the Raptors finish ahead of Brooklyn in the standings and they're both in the play-in, Kyrie can't play in Toronto. I think they would undo Toronto would undo that by then, right? So their fans can be in attendance. I don't know, but if if they don't undo that, Kyrie can't play in Toronto either. So that is that is awful. But I think they could survive against Toronto without Kyrie. But it would it would be a it'd be tough though. Game. It'd be very tough. Like Kevin Durant is going to have to backpack them, and there's like no evidence to suggest he can't do that, but. Yeah, that's just also OG, OG and Anobi being out is also like a big concern for the Raptors. But, yeah. yeah, the Raptors got blew out by I think the Hornets the other day. Um, yeah, that was so. that was nasty. Hornets just, bro. I think Mason Plumley crossed someone over, and it was just like, hey, he crossed who he crossed? Cam Birch. <laughs> bro, he he did like a like a through the legs. He did like a behind the back through the legs, and it was just like what. I mean, because Pascal and Fred combined for 16 points. What the hell? This man, Mason Plumlee, has the most random moments. He had a triple-double, I think, last year. Yeah. Then he, Bruh, did, he did that. Did he have a triple-double against us? I just want to check because I could have swore he he almost had one or he did have one. I think he had one. I could be mistaken, but... He had, he had listen to this. I guess the Timbers had 14 points, 17 rebounds, and 9 assists. He was just a stop at a triple-double. Oh, God. How are we letting Mason Plumlee get 9 assists? Are we serious? I, I, I'll go ask uh, uh, whoever was... Defending that, I don't even remember who was playing that day, but the Timberwolves are playing like awful until like Cat took over that game. But yeah, Plumlee literally almost had a triple double. He literally looked like Jokic. Like, why are you defending? Why are you? Why are you even helping on Plumlee? Like, that's just a genuine concern to me that you need. You would even, as a basketball player, think about helping Plum. Uh, anybody who's guarding Plumlee, I'm gonna keep it real. No disrespect to Plumlee, but. Uh, no. wild. Yeah, the Hornets are the, the ninth seed right now, right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of games. They've been uh, awful lately. They're like 30 and yeah. 31. I mean, Montrez and uh, Montrez has been pretty solid for them, but yeah. they're you know interior who else is really solid. Uh, PJ Washington is a very good defender for them. Yeah, he's, he's been, been a very real good, good defender for them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna need that man on on my Rockets next year for Christian Wood. Like that, I was, I was, I was watching. <laughs> Ayo, I was watching Christian Wood went three for thirteen on free throws, bro. How insane is that? I don't, I don't, I don't watch uh, Rockets games. Wait, no, no, no. How insane is that, bro? You said three for thirteen from not the field, but from the free throw line. Free throw line, yeah, man. Yeah, like I, like I said, whenever thirty five starts a game, I don't, I don't, I don't say his name anymore. Whenever thirty five yeah, starts 35. a game, oh no. Whenever 35 starts the game, I just I don't feel like watching. And them. you guys Sorry. lost by eight points. Oh, the magic, by the way. Like that should tell you something. This is also the second time. This is no. This is the first time that Jalen has led the team in field goal attempts, two consecutive games all season. It took like the entire season for this to happen. Yeah, it was probably best all around game of the year. Um, Bro, he's had a 60 percent true shooting percent, 61 point something uh, percent true shooting percentage in the month of February, nine games. And we're just not giving him shot attempts. I don't know why. It's crazy. Uh, I don't, I don't Christian Wood was that man last year. I used to watch the Rockets Before game. Before his injury. 
Yeah. Yeah, 35 yeah. was pretty good last year, but this year he's 35. I'm not saying before the All Star break, like bro, they were like he was like that engine. Of okay, that if, team. if 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 by next if by next pod episode he he has a great game, are you gonna are you gonna give us his name? Nope. What would it take for you to say his name then? Him being off my team. <laughs> Like, bro, I'm sorry, but there's literally no need for Christian Wood. And I'm not saying that. Oh, like he said bad. his name, Azad. He said his name. Oh, he there's, said his there's, name. There's no need yeah. for him to be on this team, bro. Like, I'm sorry. There's literally no need. He's a good player, but just not for the Rockets, bro. All or right. like the Hornets or something, where you can just be a pick and roll. Like He could, he could come to our team. He could come to our team. We need a center. Three, to three for, three for 13, team, bro. bro. That's crazy from the free throw line. Or even 30, Brooklyn could use him too, to be honest. 35. Oh, I would love him on Brooklyn. Another defensive liability. <laughs> I would say size. Charlotte. They need size. They need size. I would man. say Charlotte, but he's essentially a souped up <laughs> uh, Montrez Harrell if he's in Charlotte because he can't play defense. So. But, but he, he, could grab, he could grab rebounds and shoot like Montrez Harrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, yeah but he's not great. Love me, me PJ Washington. And we and and I'll be happy with what. Would the Hornets do that? Like a PJ Washington, Christian Wood, Jay? Uh, yeah, they would probably. They probably would. They need more offense, bro. Gordon Hayward has been pretty like mid this season. Well, he's out defense. right now. They he? need a lot right now. Yeah, he's definitely they, they, out. This Hornets team, like, like it was looking good for a while, but like they really still need a lot of work. He's way a have, lot of work. They're they have not a good. solid young core to build off, but one, yeah. they gotta extend up Miles Bridges in the offseason because they didn't like give him the rookie contract extension before the season. So is he unrestricted feeling... or is he restricted? Oh, he's restricted. He's okay, restricted. good for that. I have a feeling Portland. Like, I have a feeling Portland's like, gonna throw in the bag. <laughs> teams like Portland, probably Detroit, because he's a Michigan kid. Like, they could just throw him a bag, and he's like, "All right, I'm out." So can't Hornets yeah, match that? Feeling. Can't the Hornets three match that money? They probably could, but what if he just like doesn't want to be in Charlotte anymore? I mean, Mayo, please. Gordon Hayward's having a solid year, man. I don't know what he's, you think. He's been, bro. He's been pretty, bro. He his shooting percentage is pretty good. I don't know how good defensively he is, so maybe that that's Gordon Hayward in defense. The thing about I mean, Gordon Hayward is he'll do really good one game and then he'll literally like be he's absolutely extremely garbage. inconsistent, and he gets paid like a lot of money. Like, come on. That dude's been for they willingly year. signed him to the max too, by the way. After buying him out, they willingly signed that man to a max. And I'm not gonna lie, that Terry Rozier extension does not like look good on paper this season. His efficiency has gone down a little bit. And they dra- why did they draft Pook Knight? They were just gonna extend Terry Rozier anyways. I thought that was the, like the whole reason why they drafted him to begin with. I know what's going on in Charlotte, man. They they they're like a weird team, and their their head coach like does not like any young players like. Bro, you remember how long it took Lamelo to just like start a game last year? Yeah, yeah, he was hard on Lamelo too. Like Kai Jones does not play. I haven't seen anything about him being injured. Book Knight never plays. Yeah, Borrego is tough on the rookies, man. I don't, I don't know. He one of them weirdos. I don't, I don't like that. If but I was, at the same time, he's trying to make the playoffs though, so I guess that's yeah. why maybe. They gave him an extension though. Yeah, because he he's trying to make the playoffs, so that's that's why they gave him an extension. And uh, if you play rookie, odds are you're not gonna make the playoffs. He just does some interesting stuff, and I just I just see uh, like Charlotte fans complaining about him. But they'll keep their playing stuff. spot. But obviously they're not. I don't I don't think they're gonna be Brooklyn or Toronto for. To they're make not the some playoffs. crazy team. Yeah, they they looked real good. They're literally like the six seed earlier, and they just completely fell off. I don't know. The thing like, is, their really. defense is bad, and I just feel like that team is too reliant on just like randomly go not randomly, but just going on like 
130 point like just burst out of nowhere. Yeah, no, they're an offensive team for sure. They've always been that way for the longest. I they're heavily relying on their offense, which is good, yeah. but it's like it's not gonna be there every night. There's gonna like, be off nights. Yeah, you need at least a mid defense to counteract to counteract at least if you like, because they literally always allow 120 points at least. Okay, now Toronto, they're really good. They I don't know what happened to Toronto, but they locked them down. But yeah. beyond that, yeah. they're not. They don't have a good track record on defense. They're they're getting to a point where they're so reliant on Lamelo. I don't know if y'all see uh, their offensive rating without Lamelo, but it's it's bad, bro. It's a pretty big drop off. Yeah, it is he bad. Did, they're, they're he generates rating, like everything for them. Their offensive rating without uh, Lamelo is bad. I'm pretty sure their offensive rating without Miles Bridges takes another like significant dip as well. Like it's bad. If Lamelo's not on, that team is losing. Yeah, because Lamelo literally, when you watch him play, like I know what's with Lamelo. He's not even having a good offensive season himself, like scoring wise and yeah. shooting wise. But he he literally like makes all their like their open shots. It's the only person I've seen like Terry Rozier, of course, when when he's when he's feeling it. And Miles Bridges are literally the only people. And then who who? And Bridges himself Kelly Oubre, Bridges himself Oubre isn't even like a three point shooter. Bridges is only shooting like thirty percent. Yeah, from where was it? Was it East Smith? Ish Smith, hey, yo, oh, yeah, East Smith, man. A. Smith was in Charlotte earlier in the year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he had like that 22 points. He cooked the Lakers that one game, but he was like the only other, like, LaMelo essentially, like, creates everything for them. Yeah, like, it's 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 bad for that team. The thing with LaMelo this season, why you said that he's, like, been, like, a little bit bad offensively. He's not a good finisher, and he does not get to the free throw line often. I also feel like that's the refs. Like, I noticed the refs don't. Like Lamelo at the Edwards will get a, like dominated in the paint, like they'll get mugged and they get no cause. But I feel like that's also partially like him just like shying away from contact because he's just not a good finisher. Yeah, he also like does not he's not built that strong either. To be fair. Yeah, but I feel like that's something he could he can easily improve in the future if he just works on it. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He just his playmaking is his playmaking is some of the best, bro. I've seen from <laughs> a young player. He's easily one of the one of the best playmakers. Like yeah, he's so confident. Right That's why he's so good. Like he's just confident. Yeah. Yeah. That was a whole Hornets rant, though. You know, we had to talk about the... his East standings, and they're they're a playing team. You know, so we had to talk. So about, what about, do you think the East uh, playing? Oh yeah, yeah we gotta to talk. That. We gotta talk about the East playing. So what, what what would the East standings look like? Like what are we agreeing it will probably look? Okay, like? so we said the top. We seem like we're in agreement that the top. Well. I don't know about you, Felice, but it seems like I, I think the top four will stay the same. Yeah. The way it is, um, I think it, uh, it will stay the same. There might be, like, a little movement, but, like, Maybe Philadelphia or, like, yeah, or, like, Milwaukee overcomes Philadelphia, Philadelphia overcomes Chicago or Miami, or Milwaukee does it too. But either way, top four will be one of those four teams in some order. Uh, I think we agree that Cleveland is dropping below Boston. Yeah, Boston, I think, is going to finish at five. And then I think we all agreed that maybe Milwaukee, uh, I said, Toronto can get that seventh and Toronto falls to eight. Yeah, Toronto could fall to the eight seed. But let's say just for the sake of with, with what you said about Ben Simmons, let's say Brooklyn stays in eight then. All right. And I think we agreed that Hornets and Hawks keep the nine, ten. Right. Okay. So then the plan is the Hornets and Hawks and it would still be Toronto and, and Brooklyn the way it looks right now. Seven, eight game who y'all got? Seven eight game, assuming assuming Kyrie can't play because the mandate situation. Yeah, mandate situation. Let's say Kyrie's I'm gonna, out. I'm gonna say 
It's in Toronto. Offensive. All right. If OG Ananobi is back, I will take the Raptors. I know. I know that sounds wild. I will take the Raptors if OG Ananobi is back. If he's not back, then no. I, will I don't think that's wild. Raptors. I don't think it's wild to take the Toronto Raptors at all. But because you got to, Toronto is only three games back of the fourth seed themselves. It's not like they're. It's not like they can't go on a on a good stretch and get into that out of the plane themselves. Yeah. Uh, Azad, who do you got in that game? Between the Raptors and the, the Nets, you said? Yeah, and the play in 7-8 in Toronto. Assuming you Kyrie's know, out because of their vaccine mandate. Uh, I think it's kind of the same with, like, obviously the Nets and Lakers aren't the same, but it's like I just don't see Kevin Durant losing a playing game. I just – I I know there's uh, the Ben Simmons and the Kyrie uh, shit, stuff that's going on, but I just – I just think Kevin Durant is going to will his team against Toronto. Um, I know Toronto got some bodies to throw at him, like OG, maybe Scottie. Pascal, maybe Scotty. Yeah, I don't know how strong Scotty would be to guard KD. Or, um, but yeah, I still got the Nets in that playing game. Um, yeah. is, are we assuming Joe Harris is back? Bro, Joe, I, I, bro, I haven't I heard that know. man's name in a minute. I haven't heard that man's name in a minute because they're saying like yeah. he might get a second procedure, and it's like we we're about to be a month like away from like the season yeah. ending, and it's like okay, so if Joe Harris and Kyrie Irving are both out, I would have to take Toronto. Yeah, if uh, they're both out, I'm definitely taking Toronto. I, I'd have to take Toronto. There, there's there's no space. You literally take away a lot of spacing, and literally Toronto, literally every player on the team except for Fred VanVleet is big as hell. Uh, the thing with Toronto, I feel like they don't have like that big that can just like take they have a center of, though. Like, yeah, they don't have a center they, that can take advantage of like the Nets because obviously the Nets, all the Nets bigs cannot guard the pick and roll. They don't have a center. They also don't have a bench. The benches are they don't have a bench either. But I mean, they're they're getting by by playing to start like fifty minutes a game. Yeah. But they'll they'll get by. They, they pull on a Tom Thibodeau over there. Yeah, literally. Nick Nurse is is, is doing some crazy things. He's running them into the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why Fred wasn't Fred literally out for the All Star because of knee issues. Yeah. 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 He's really overplaying that guy. But Anton. Maybe lucky for them that they got blown out last game and they get to rest up. <laughs> but they they literally have even without having a big though. If 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 Joe Harrison and Kyrie are out, what is Brooklyn? Who's Brooklyn literally gonna start next to Ben Simmons? Is they're gonna start. They're gonna have to. Ben Simmons is gonna have to run the point guard. Yeah, probably start Seth, Curry, KD. So then who wants power forward then? I don't even know. You they'll see, like they, Kessler, they'll probably run Kessler Edwards. He's see, a good three and D player. And they're then, not gonna match up. Yeah, they're not gonna match up well. With Toronto. And then since they have Simmons starting, they're gonna like have to start like Aldridge just by default because they can't have two non-shooters on the on the court. Yeah, but I mean it's. It's kind of like a double, uh, uh, kind of like a double sword thing, though. Yes, Toronto can't take advantage of, of, of your bad center play, but you also can't take advantage of their bad center play either. They literally have no centers, but you don't either. Yeah. So they, you, you literally their weakness you can't take advantage of. They can't take advantage of your weakness. Siakam, but, yeah. Siakam is literally like playing the five for the Raptors. I'm pretty sure. So. And I think he could play fine against Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, he 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 gonna lock his ass up. Like I'm not concerned about Pascal against and then. You, they could literally throw size at Ben Simmons and Seth Curry. Yeah. You got OG. Is, ben, ben Simmons is not really like some 
scoring threat in like a playoff series, especially with like the way the Raptors are. They yeah, could, no. bro, they could probably just get away with throwing Fred Van Fleet on him, to be honest. Like, and Fred is a great defender himself, even though he's undersized yeah. compared to Ben. He's still a, a bro. Great they defender. could probably just get away with it because Trey Young was guarding Ben Simmons last year, so yeah. Unless Ben Simmons comes out out of nowhere and starts hitting like three ga- threes a game, I don't think they need to be too worried. Not even that, just being aggressive offensively. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna have to if Kyrie's out and Joe Harris. He's literally gonna have to because there's no space. Like they can't play Patty Mills at the same time as Seth Curry has, and that's too small. Patty Mills is like absolutely fatigued because he's playing minutes. He's he's playing ridiculous amounts of minutes. Yeah, he's he's literally carrying right now. Yeah, like minute wise, like he's literally playing a ridiculous burden. Yeah, you should have seen his face on the bench against Boston. He was he's gassed. (laughs) He was playing too many minutes. I mean, it's not really his fault. Steve Nash is literally Tom Thibodeau Jr. in terms of the way he plays. Like, I don't know what's going on in the NBA this year, but even LeBron James, too. Like, I don't know. They, they're they overplaying guys like crazy this year, which is yeah, better for the true. NBA, but not better for those players' outs, but it's better probably for watchability reasons. But still, like, it's crazy. They're they're playing guys a lot of minutes lately. Yeah, they are. Especially what's the other Brooklyn playing game? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Hornets, Hornets, Hawks. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure we would all take the Hawks. I'm taking the Hawks. Yeah, I'm going to take the Hawks as well, yeah. The Hawks will do some crazy things against that defense. I'm not even going to lie. So then the – It could be an exciting game, but yeah. That would be a fun game, I think. But also, Atlanta has better defenders anyway, and they can't play defense. So I got to take Atlanta. Minus any injuries happening, obviously. So then Brooklyn will be playing the Hawks, right? Uh, Then, yep, we'd have Brooklyn and Atlanta. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Brooklyn. I think yeah, no, no, nobody's out. Kyrie should play. Although, playing that game. I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised whatsoever if the Hawks win that game. Like it wouldn't surprise me. Although I favor, I'd easily favor the Nets. It would not surprise me if the Hawks won that game. No, yeah. Hawks are more than good enough to be any. I think any NBA team can be any NBA team in just one game in general. Are we talking about one game, especially that Hawks offense? Uh, Trey Young maybe goes for players. fifty or something. Yeah. Yeah, Capella is like a complete menace in like pick and roll situations, which is it's possible. Yeah, that would be fun nonetheless. Like the East playing would be fun to watch. Yeah. Compared to the West, the West would probably not be fun at all. Yeah, I agree. Uh, East just better this year. I don't know that this actually so surprised to say the Eastern Conference is better than the West for this the first is, time. It, bro, it, it it took like decades for that to happen. Insane, and it really took. Uh, to be fair, probably took injuries to Zion, injuries to Dave, and injuries to Kawhi and Paul George for us to even say that too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we got the standing stuff figured out. So, and we, we essentially said it's Miami, Chicago, 76ers, Milwaukee, uh, Boston at five, Cleveland at six, uh, Toronto keeps seven, Brooklyn gets eight, and then in the West we said top. Four I think Brooklyn will move up, but yeah. Okay. And then in the West, we said the top four stays the same. Uh, Denver overtakes Dallas for five. Dallas then becomes six. Minnesota keeps seven. Uh, Los Angeles keeps eight. And in the playing games, uh, Aza, did we get your second playing game? Oh, I don't think I've asked you guys. You guys, who do you guys think winning? The Clippers or the Lakers for that final? No, Felice said Pelicans is winning. I said Pelicans is winning. Aza, who do you got? Lakers or or Clippers in the final seven, uh, eight, eight, nine games? It's hard, like predicting just one game. Yeah. It's just an elimination game. Um, yeah, that's tough because you just don't know what Lakers team is gonna like show you up. Know, you know, you, you can't trust this Lakers team to do anything, bro. Well, you need you a prediction. Really we need a prediction to fill out the, the standings. Um, 
Y'all picked the Clippers, right? Uh, no, or y'all we, had the Pelicans. We had the Pelicans, right? so ours, our prediction would be different, yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going I'm to trust in LeBron to get this last seed. I'm, I'm going I'm to have him win this game. All right. Lakers at eight for you. And then, Felice, we got yeah. winning Clippers, Pelicans. I got the Clippers winning. You got the Clippers holding strong? Yeah. Even without Kawhi and PG? Yeah, I think I think I think Powell would would do some crazy things to them, and I think that that Clippers defense has been holding the fort down for them this season. Their role players have been holding the fort down like amazingly yeah. this season. The fact that they're even five hundred is wild. Yeah, they're, uh, well, they're, I mean, next year they're gonna be crazy. The yeah. Clippers and Lakers games have been like one possession games. So I mean, the Lakers but, definitely. I mean, beat did them. LeBron play in the last? I mean, I know he played yesterday, but. He didn't play, play the one before that. He did not play the Reggie Jackson game. When yeah, the Reggie Jackson game, he didn't play. So, Right, yeah. Yeah, I got the Pelicans against the Clippers. I'm taking the Pelicans. Uh, and I think the Pelicans will make a surprise appearance in the postseason. Uh, because I, I, how are they going to withstand all of that? If Zion, this I'm completely assuming Zion plays. I don't know how, they, how the Clippers, with all due respect, can match that firepower. I, I don't know. I think they played this year once. Didn't Jonas have like 25 against them in one half when they played once? Oh, right. Yeah. He was hitting had like threes, eight threes or something. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That was, that was amazing for my fantasy team. That was funny. Team. That was beautiful. Fun fact since you guys, since uh, Felicia, I should tell you this. The Pelicans are 3 and 0 against the Clippers this year, and they've blown them out every single game. What the hell? It hasn't That's even been wild. close. 94 it, with Paul George, too. Two of them, Paul George played. That's crazy. So I just think they have the matchup advantage. I think they, they would they would now right. with better players too in CJ and if Zion returns, yeah I don't I don't I don't think this is gonna be fair if Paul George isn't back. Yeah. And and surprisingly, believe it or not, the Pelicans that everybody was making fun of may potentially make the playoffs. That's crazy. That, <laughs> just team, of the that team was banking on like a, a top five pick this year. In the lottery, and now, yeah, now they started they're out horribly. They started they out terribly, bro. Uh, I've been noticing Jackson Hayes switched his like position to yeah, he's like, a power forward. forward. Yeah, and he's been playing like way better. Even though I know he has like that legal stuff, but I don't really want to talk yeah. about that. But yeah, he's he's been he's been playing way better, and you kind of like expected this by now. I mean, he was like what top ten pick back number in his eight. draft. Yeah, he was number eight. He was number eight. Yeah, he was their eighth pick. Yeah. Oh he was, my uh, god. Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of expect him, like, by year three to show, like, some signs of, like, consistency because, damn, bro. Yeah, but the Pelicans are ridiculously big, man. That's actually crazy. Yeah, they have a day. They got Herb Jones as well. They got, uh, what's his name, Trey Murphy. Or, yeah, Honestly, if the Timberwolves lose to the Clippers and have to pay the Pelicans, they're losing. They're not making the playoffs. They're not damn. keeping up with that size. They're not. So they, they, yeah. they need to beat the Clippers and uh, – and I could really play against big plus. That'd be it would just be entertaining. Zion in the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, the Phoenix Suns would probably destroy them. But it I could need, be. I, I need Zion to come back. Some of the some of the things people are saying about him are disgusting. I need yeah, him to come yeah. back. Yeah, he needs to show people he all star twenty six point per game efficient. People player. are calling him a bust, and I'm like, y'all need to stop. Y'all need to. Turn I don't think people know what the sucks. word bust means. A bust is that. someone who genuinely just sucks. Like they're not good. Yeah. At the NBA exactly. level. Like, yeah. that's what a bust is. You can't just be injured and call someone a bust. It makes no sense. Exactly. And especially considering the fact that they're probably being very cautious with them, too, in general, with injuries. Yeah. Dude, dude, dude was an all-star starter last season, and he's a bust. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. 
Yeah. Very he, nasty takes going on. He'll be back. I'd be astonished uh, if he doesn't come back, especially because this team is literally in playoff uh, playoff picture. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they bullied him to talk with CJ. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was funny. Uh, but oh. if he doesn't come back, that'd actually be insane. I'd... That'd be really disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, him. This is literally they're not gonna have a chance next year because the simple fact Kawhi, Paul George are not injured next year. Uh, Damian Lillard is not injured next year. Uh, the Nuggets are gonna be better next year. The Nuggets will be better next year. Every I team am- virtually ahead of them will be better. I imagine the Lakers will be better next year. There's there's no way they can get worse than this. Yeah, literally. Unless LeBron leaves, there's really no way. Um, and uh, even the Spurs may get better with the fact that they may get a better pick too. Yeah, the Spurs um, might get better. So this would, this is a critical year. Zion has to – now I'm not saying rush, ruin your whole future over a damn playing run, but if I don't see why he wouldn't – there's a whole month. Is his injury that if bad that it would be a season? If ending? he's 90% healthy, he has to play. Yeah. Yeah. Because they could they could really beat the Lakers and the Clippers if, if he plays. And they the match up well with those two teams the way with all like their injuries and all that stuff is panning yeah. out right now. So they, it's literally a prime opportunity to sneak into and get some playoff experience if you're Zion. Get some playoff experience, build off that, then come next season and see what you can do. Even though and the West is going to be a lot tougher. A lot, yeah. But I mean, it would be fun to see how Phoenix would match up. How, who would Aon guard? Would Aon go with Zion or would he go with Jonas? Like, that would be fun to see. It'd be a fun series to see. Yeah, who, who's going to match up with Zion if they play them? Like, literally, because DA can't get off Jonas. Jonas is probably way too big and strong for anybody else on their team. Yeah, he's way too big for Crowder. Crowder. He literally put up 40 points on Crowder if Crowder actually tries to guard him. And Crowder <laughs> might just eat Zion anyways. But not not like literally, but like uh, D might just destroy him. He might just average like 30-something. Who? If if Zion is being guarded by Jay Crowder, he might yeah. just go off for like yeah. 30. Every and the thing is, you can't even help off Zion anymore because he has all shooters around him. And then you, you still got Ingram. I think Mikau will do a, a good job on him. You still got uh, CJ. Yeah. And then who's our starting point guard? Uh, Devontae Graham. Graham Graham, but you don't really got to worry about him that much. They I could mean, put CJ as point guard, though, and start Herb Jones instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you'd be really cooked. So I that actually may be way more of an intriguing series than people think. Yeah, because of that, the Pelicans have to make a... They'd have to make a a big they'd, run though. And, no, and how how CP3 though? Super, to be fair, they'd, they'd go with a super big lineup. Oh yeah, CP3. Because to be fair, said, he's injured. He's done for the season at least. I think he's coming back like playoffs. So they said six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks is when he's getting reevaluated. There's no guarantees coming back. Yeah. So if if Chris Paul is gone, the the Pelicans may send the Suns packing. Honestly, that's 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 kind of bold, but like I could I could see it. Because they're like it's it's t- like first of all on defense it's gonna be no matter who the Suns run I know they're one of the best defensive debate it's just unfortunately the Pelicans are one of those teams who they ha- actually have a genuinely very good center and power forward on that team and a small forward they do have really good big players in general yeah yeah and then their guard plays in weak either like C J McCollum is not is it's been yeah, phenomenal he's, he's he's a he's a good guard like people sleep on him. They got a very good talented roster. So if Zion comes back, man, they can make some noise. But Start honestly, cooking. just gonna depend on his. Yeah, it depends on his foot. And if CP3 is out, 
when is the last time a team now I still would bet on the Phoenix Suns winning the series in like five, six games, even if CP3 out. But they could have a chance, like a 20% chance of upset if CP3 is out. When is the last time the first seed has lost the AC? Has it been since the We Believe Warriors? Um, yeah, probably since then. Oh yeah. my goodness, that's crazy. Wait, no, 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 no. That was not the last one. What was the I'm last pretty one? sure the the Grizzlies in like twenty. This is like nobody remembers this series in like 2010 or 11. Not sure. I don't remember which one of the years it was. The Grizzlies were like in 18. This is like when they first got Zach Randolph. Uh-huh. And Zach Randolph absolutely ethered the Spurs. Like, he just ate them alive that entire series. Was it, they were an eighth seed when they eliminated the Spurs? No, this was, like, this was, like, 2010. This is, like, 2013 or whatever, whatever years. But, yeah, they really did it all. I can, I can search this up. I can search up what year this was. Yeah, yeah it was it right 2011. Now. Yeah, he's right. So, that was the last I, time. I remember this now. Yeah, going back to that. Thing is, they were an eight seed and they were like almost a fifty-one team. And so they, they beat him. Oh, so it wasn't even like a bad eight seed. It, it wasn't like it was some like scrub eight team. Like they were a borderline fifty. The West was just strong that year. Uh, fifty-one AC team is crazy. Fifty-one team right now would probably get your top three seed in the West. Yeah, Zach Randolph had like twenty-two and ten that entire series. Yeah, they beat a four two as well. Like that's crazy. Yeah. We may get we may get one. It's been ten years pretty much. So we yeah. may get that happen ten years later. Obviously. Zion comes back in CP3. It's not out. Those are big, like, questions. But that could happen. And it's not because the Phoenix Suns are not good. It's just that the Pelicans are really good with Zion, likely. And your best, your second best player is out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's get, now that we got the playoff stuff figured out, how we see, not playoff predictions, how we see it's going to look like going into playoffs. Let's talk about our team of the week and players of the week. All right. I'll start the team of the week then. I For team of the week, I picked the Bulls because they are 6-0 and in their last six games or 7-3 and in their last 10. Uh, since we last recorded, they've been the Hawks, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Thunder. Most of those games, like, pretty winnable. But, uh, yeah, they're just playing really good basketball right now. Without some of their best players, uh, Lonzo and Caruso aren't playing. And, yeah, I just picked the Bulls. Uh, yeah, I also picked the Bulls. I mean, obviously, like, uh, the last time we did a podcast, um, well, that was two weeks ago. We didn't do one last week. But, um, I mean, as of recent, yeah, I, I would go with the Bulls, especially how DeMar DeRozan's playing. Uh, Vucevic has been a lot better on defense recently. Um and then Ayo's been uh, a good replacement for Caruso and Lonzo. Obviously, he's not going to replicate their defensive uh, strengths. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bulls as well. Um, I don't know if I picked them before for Team of the Week. I had the Celtics two weeks ago. But if you so. picked them before, that's fair, too, because they've, they've had some really good stretches. They've had – yeah, they've had some good streaks. Yeah, I picked uh, the yeah. Celtics, I think, two weeks ago. So, I'm going to go with the Bulls. Even though Celtics are definitely a candidate as well. Yeah. Uh, my team of the week. Before I say my team of the week, fun fact that we were discussing it. The Pelicans did beat the Suns yesterday, by the way. Just a fun thing. Yeah, to say, but CJ and Brandon Ingram went crazy. Uh, my team of the week is the Denver Nuggets. Uh, so, since so we last recorded. 
Uh, they beat the Raptors. Orlando's expected, and then they beat the Warriors. And then the Kings, yes, it's expected. But let's be honest, the Kings were revitalized with that Sabonis trade. So uh, yeah. they, they, they haven't lost since we last recorded. Uh, and the teams they beat, like beating the Raptors by one point, a Jokic block, and then a game winner from Monty Morris, I got to give it to them, that the, the uh, team of the week. Team of the last two weeks, essentially. How about the player then? Player of the last player week. Player of the week. Uh, I'm not going to lie. You can't force me to pick between one of these two players, and it sounds okay. crazy. For the third week in a row. We're getting Luca again. Man, picking Luca again. Bro, you secretly I mean, a fan, aren't you? <laughs> the third week in a row, Luca is averaging like 34 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. I mean, he's a little bit inefficient, but he's still shooting like 42% from three. Wild what he's doing right now. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't like not talk about the Rosen, like the way he's been playing, like the last like. When you break a Wilt record, you gotta be Player of the Week. Yeah, okay, automatically. Um, automatically, but Luca, Luca's been crazy. I mean, the Rosen's averaging what, like thirty-eight in his last eight games, shooting like. Yeah. What the hell is he shooting from the field like six? Yeah, no. It's yeah. actually absurd his his efficiency, man. He broke Wilt's yeah. record, and Wilt's a, a center. Wilt's dunking on people. When so. you break a Wilt Chamberlain record, you low key have to be Player of the Week by default. I'm not gonna lie, but Luca Luca's been crazy. Yeah, now Demar is my Player of the Week. Yeah, I got Demar. Uh, as you said, he broke he broke Wilt record. If you bring me somebody else who did it, I'll I'll listen. But nobody else did uh, in this last week, so. I'm gonna give it to Demar Derozan. Yeah, I had um, I had a tie between Demar Derozan and uh, Luca. Um, yeah, it's just so tough. Like, who? Like, you can't just pick one of those two. Like, I just feel like I, I gotta group them as like a co-player of the week for me. Um, I mean, I had Demar. I think a couple weeks ago as well. I don't think I've ever had Luca, even though he's, I guess the the clear pick for player of the week. Um, but yeah, Luca had a tough game yesterday, I believe against Utah, but um, that was his first bad game in like shit, like in a minute. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with them. Uh, I'm going to give, uh, I, have, I have one guy this week. Yeah, like, we, uh, we, know, we know you got guys. Yeah, we, we already know. We expect your shout out, so. Yo, uh, I know Lexham about to love this, but CJ McCollum, been hooping, man. Ever since he's been to the Pelicans, like I trying to like, show the world, man. Yeah, like his offense, like he just he makes us look so easy with like his dribbles and this like how he gets to his spots. Like it's honestly like some of the best in the NBA um with his footwork and everything. Um and then he just had he just you know knocked off the the number one seed uh Phoenix Suns the other night. Um and in the last three games, he's averaging like 33, 5, and 4 um, on like 54% uh, field goal and 43% from the three. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shout out to CJ. Um, and I only have one this week, surprisingly. Um, oh, there are a couple right? players. There are a couple players only I was one. thinking about. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it to CJ. I was thinking about Bam a little bit because he's been like a lot more aggressive and uh, he's kind of like showed, uh, you know, the bam, the bam of old from from last year, uh, even two years ago in the bubble. But I'm gonna go with CJ. CJ a bucket. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna get a Kate Cunningham shout out. Oh 
No. <laughs> Did I give Kate Cunningham a, a shout out before? No, I think I, I have. Hopefully not. <laughs> Sorry. Cannot tolerate Pistons fans. Weirdos. Why would you hate Pistons fans? They don't even, they don't even say Pistons anything. Pistons fans are weirdos, bro. Absolute weirdos. Freaks. All of them. What do it's because they, they, they compare Jalen Green and Cade, oh, isn't that? All right. Bro, they, uh, every, every, it's like they be watching us more than they watch the Pistons, bro. It's crazy. For a team that we, for a team that we just absolutely spanked, like the last time we played them. Kay Cunningham got locked up by Josh Christopher. It's crazy how much some fans be talking. Like I saw, I saw one dude like um, he did an interview with Cade Cunningham. Believe it or not, bro. Uh, and he said, he said, are you like, are you a basketball player or are you a hooper? What? And then. And then he said a basketball player, someone like LeBron, Luca, blah, 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 whatever. Those are guys that, like, they're, like, hybrids of both, but they're just, like, insane. He said a hooper is more of – he's basically – before he, he said he asked him the question, he said, like, a hooper is someone that, like, that is more of, like, a loser. And then he named, like, Jalen as one of them. And I'm, like – and, I, oh. and I, just checked, I just checked his Twitter account, and he was a Pistons fan. And I'm, like, yeah, I'm not sure. No, no, you're talking about Motown Noah. Yeah, I know Yes, him. he's weird. I, 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 I messed with his uh, YouTube low-key, but yeah, that was uh, that was so weird when he said that. It's like, I know, I knew Kate Cunningham, like, felt uncomfortable. Bro, he looked moment. uncomfortable <laughs> when he asked that question. He said, there are some guys in your draft class that are basketball players. There are some that are, like, Coopers. What is that even? Like, that's got to be the most idiotic statement. Bro, and, and I just feel like he's just saying that just to say that. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a hate. It's just a hate. Essentially, I, I watched the entire interview. Man. I don't even. I don't it. even dislike Kid Cunningham, by the way. Like, that, that's just weird. Pistons fans have weird energy. Ever since Jalen said he doesn't want to play in Detroit, that 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 fan base has been super weird. That is interesting. Yeah, Aza, we're not getting a Wendell Carter shout out. Why, bro? I mean, low key. I mean, us yesterday. Uh, if RJ Barrett didn't miss. Games before his forty-six point game, maybe yeah, he would get one. It. Yeah, RJ would have got a shot off for sure. But he got RJ hurt. That's crazy, why. Man. Yeah, he's literally forty-six points. Should have had Wendell fifty. Carter, so you mentioned Wendell Carter. He had twenty-four and 12, 9 of eleven from the field. Uh, unlike some centers on our team, he can hit free throws. He won five of seven. <laughs> what's I that mean, center? What's that center's name, Felice? Uh, he he wears number thirty-five. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, Roger would have definitely gotten it. The problem literally was he hasn't played like the last five games before this one. Yeah. So it's yeah. like only one game. Phenomenal yeah, game. But yeah. yeah. All right, then we got through our player of the week, team of the week. Got through our playoff positioning. Uh, hopefully upcoming this week, I think we should get KD back in action. Uh, we get to see maybe Kyrie try and carry them tonight and see how that goes. Uh, hopefully the Bucks win tonight. I need... Bad graphic to just start creeping into the lottery. Uh, they should easily win. Unless one of their players are out, I don't see why they should win. I, need, I specifically need Giannis to have, like, a very good game today. And why is that? Fantasy purposes. Oh, fantasy purposes. Okay. Yeah, I need, also, I need, Kyrie, I need um, Kyrie to have a great just, game for Also, fantasy. just to just prove, like, a point that that team cannot stop, like, Spigs. Uh, what you doing if Andre Drummond pulls off a miracle and clamps it? Andre Drummond clamps Giannis, and then I just, I fear basketball is unserious. That's just weird. Yeah. Just weird. Also, Markel Fultz is uh, about to come back, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Markel Fultz, I'm happy for him. I'm, I was, uh, it's Markel great to Fultz see him back, man. man. It's really great to see drafted. him back. Man. I thought he was going to be so good in the NBA. That was, and he was, uh, he was kind of – he was getting better, though, before he got hurt. He was really – he was the hitting moment, so Yeah. The moment they but, told me that Markel Fultz was somewhat like Harden, I started watching his tape, and I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. 
He was supposed to be like a very good three-level scorer with playmaking and defense, but it just didn't pan out. Didn't he literally though get a shoulder injury that ruined? Yeah, that shot? shoulder, that shoulder situation messed him up. Yeah, like I feel like if that never happened, he'd probably be really good. It's just like yeah. unfortunately. Probably, Which is funny because Philadelphia, be Philadelphia kind of drafted him because they knew Ben Simmons could not be probably the point guard. Yeah, they they really wanted like a three level scorer who could yeah. like defend. I mean, yeah. they they kind of got one at the trade deadline. Man, I've I've always missed with Markel. He's from Maryland too, DMV. Like, yeah. but uh, I mean, he might. I heard a Magic fan say he might start right off the bat, which I don't know about that. Uh, I mean, if he's healthy, he'll probably start, but they'll put him on minute restriction. Yeah, to start off, because he's missed. I mean, he he only played like five games last year for for Orlando. So I'm shocked they let him come back, but I guess it's a good idea let him gain some momentum going into the off season. Yeah, because he's bro, not afraid, is, is he? When is Jonathan Isaac coming back? Like it's bro, that man been bubble. gone for a minute. He's been he's gone too... since the bubble, right? Yeah, he's I don't been know what's going on, He's been he's been trolling with his takes for too long. He needs to get back on the court. I'm not trying to hear his uh the mother takes he got going on, but. Yeah, I don't know what's happened to him. I literally don't oh, know. His, po- uh, his politics. His politics, Six. man. Yeah. They, oh, man. Anyway, though, like, genuinely, outside of all that, I'm pretty sure they said he had a setback with the surgery or something, which is why he's literally not back. But That's wild, because he, he, the Magic have, like, a very good future. Well, I mean, if the, that's if, like, their two best players return the same way they were. Yeah, if they, they return, they have a bunch of young players they could just trade anyways. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't think Jalen Suggs is, is going to, like, pan out on this Magic team. Jabari Smith on the way too, maybe for Lisa then. Uh, oh my God, I love Jabari Smith. Game. Jabari Smith could could be pending for them too, as long as we get a top three pick. I genuinely don't care. I they don't need a center to be honest. They don't need I a center. I would genuinely be fine with anyone in the top three. Yeah. Even Paulo, even though he's struggling recently. I will take Paulo over thirty-five. Right. Paulo over thirty-five. I mean, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> okay, how about if you guys drop the first? I feel like Felice will lose if they dropped out of the top three. If we drop the top three, trade that pick immediately. I'm not. We do not need uh, another like. What, what are we Jordan do? Ivy. Oh. Or what's his name? Is it Jordan Ivy? It's Jaden. I think. Ivy? A Jaden no, Ivy. No, no, my bad. No, we have we have too many guards. No, do not do that. <laughs> I mean, it hopefully, do Ty, hopefully, uh, Ty Ty Washington can uh fall in the draft for the Wizards. And we need a ping pong ball to go our way. We need a top three pick ASAP. I need Chet Holmgren on this Rocket scene. Now. I mean, he'll just leave y'all in four years to come home, but okay. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> I need that dude on the scene right now. I need a center who can defend. It's gonna be, he's a really good work protector too, so. Jesus, man. I, I can't watch this team and just watch this get cooked in every pick and roll. It's unwatchable. Yeah. Hopefully that comes to an end for y'all, but... Well, uh, Silas gets fired as well. I just went on a rocket strike for no reason. I, I just... I can't watch that team. Jane just... Ivy's like a combo guard, <laughs> dude. I think he'll be really good. Yeah, but if if we get a number... If we get the fourth pick, uh, you just gotta trade out at that point. Yeah, maybe get some extra stuff and then move down a little bit. Like, uh-uh. I cannot have another guard on this team. Silas is the head coach. No way. Maybe... The ping pong balls don't go your way this year, but next year you can get Victor. You know what's crazy? We already have four guards for our foreseeable future, depending on KPJ if he just like pans out. Like we have four guards already. Yeah. That needs to play next season. This should be Deshaun Nick's playing right now, not Dennis uh, Schroeder. But here we are. 
I, don't, I still don't get why veterans are playing for the Rockets. Weird, but. weird organization. All right. Well, uh, we'll get to discuss more draft stuff as the season ends. Uh, we'll meet up next week as usual, back in business since there's no more All-Star Weekend. And, uh, well, thank you all for coming on. As always. Yeah, no problem. We need more guys next week. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah some of them are trolling. <laughs> You gotta name names, please. The frightened pod. You're naming names. We're name. We're here. Names before pod ends. Uh, We're not telling the viewers what you think. They know who they are. (laughs) Hey, maybe one day we'll get 35 on this podcast. (laughs) That's never happening. I mean, hey, 35. You know, I'm. I'm an animal. Even though. Even though. Dude literally tweeted out, I want to be one of the best big men to ever play the game. Like, <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe if you can defend. Maybe, maybe, oh, I free throws. Police believe in him, man. He helped me out tank this year. That's why I'm not trying next year, though. He's going to come series. It's just unwatchable. Like, why does Jalen not get to lead this team in field goal attempts every game? We need to Bro, see. They literally, they literally on the Pistons, they just let Cade Cunningham do whatever he wants. And I have to watch Jalen sit on in the corner like PJ Tucker. Like, this is. Aza, we need to see a Rockets game where Feliz gets to coach. Just take over the roster for one game. I'm, I'm benching like half the team. <laughs> you play, hey, you're yo, you me, should play John Wall, though. You pulling off a nope. Thibodeau? You playing Jalen Green 40 minutes? I'm playing Jalen Green 40 minutes. Josh Christopher's going to start. Eric Gordon. Shangoon by the start, too. Jason Tate, Jay Sean Tate coming off the bench. I just can't. I can't stand non-shooters. So you're Daryl Morey Jr. I, I cannot stand non-shooters. You can't have more than one non-shooter in the lineup. All right. All right. Guzman Garuba playing like 20, 30 minutes. I need a big win to defend. Like this is some nasty stuff that I'm seeing. Rockets. Well, um, the Rockets have uh, have 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 has, have had at least turn on him essentially, but. Uh, hopefully, by the time we talk about the Rockets next week, uh, it's, it's a bit more calming. Uh, nah, because 35 will still be starting, so it's fine. He's going to take shots anyways. Uh, but I think you may have an agenda more against 35 than A's on that against Spencer Bro, Dinwiddie. I, pr- I promise you every Rockets fan has against turned who? Christian Wood. Spencer Dinwiddie. I said his oh name. Oh, my Dinwiddie. God. Every Rockets fan has turned on He probably that. does, Loki. We, we literally... Have made Felice say Christian Woods three times, I think. I don't want to say that man's name, but everybody, everybody in this fan base has turned on him, especially after what Sengun has done this year, bro. We literally played the Suns, went toe for toe with them. Sengun probably outplayed Aiton. We play the Clippers the next day. Guess who starts? We lose by thirty. Like, why does it though? Why wouldn't your rookie get to start though? Because Stephen Silas. Right here, he just doesn't, bro. And I, and I just knew the moment we hired this guy, some, some, some was off of him. He was just smiling too much. I don't know. He gave me some weird vibes. <laughs> and then I searched up his coaching history. I see that he's one of the guys that was a part of that uh, 2012 Bob, Bobcats uh, coaching staff, and I'm like, yeah, it checks out. <laughs> he said he's smiling too much. That is the most interesting coaching thing I've ever his, heard. His, his dad was the coach that. Uh, that Bobcats roster that went seven and fifty nine. Maybe it's just in the bloodline at this point. I don't to know. To be this, fair this, this to his, trolling. to be fair to his dad, that roster was abysmal. Yeah, it was. They were saying, "Oh, this guy helped develop Luca." Blah blah blah. They, they sold me dreams. That's what they did. I mean, fans sold me dreams. To be honest, he probably thought he was coaching James Harden and not rebuild. 
Yeah, he, he thought that roster was what? Harden and uh, Westbrook. Not even Walt, Westbrook. Oh, yeah, it was before. So, like, yeah, yeah, the like that's just messed up to do to any coach. Like, he probably wasn't expecting this. Yeah, first year, first year, I gave him a pass. This year, absolutely not. Okay, maybe next year he'll be better. And this dude, Ryan Hollins, on Twitter gave him, like, an a, a, a plus. Uh, he's given the Rockets an A for, like, player development this season. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Uh, they got a D for me, personally. But They're getting an F. They're not doing good in that. De- they're really not letting him play. Ryan Hollins has been crazy as an announcer, play-by-play. No, he's, I think, the color He's the color analyst, yeah. Yeah. Bro, and he'd be in, like, every Rockets face, so it's crazy. He'd, be, he'd just be in there for hours, too. So what happened with the dude last year? It was like this old ass dude. It was like the main commentator. Oh, I'm pretty sure he retired. He retired, yeah. It was a oh. former Rockets legend, though. I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good. I can't. The no. name's not coming to me. But... Yeah, the name isn't coming to me either. I, that was some real Rockets basketball. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, I, I think he retired when he noticed y'all were tanking. Yeah, he once he noticed his yeah. team was, was, was bad, he was like, he said, I'm out of here. No, those blue Rockets jerseys, too? <laughs> Those are nice jerseys. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about the dark blue uh, classic ones? Or are you talking about the nasty light blue one they had? Uh? The light blue ones. Uh, that, uh, those, those are atrocious. You could literally, like, see the sweat on players, bro. Like, it was crazy. That was a bad jersey. There's really no reason why Houston should ever wear light blue. Like, that's not the even jerseys, color The jersey's bad. The roster bad. The coaching staff is bad. Everything is going bad. Everything. Season... James, hey, I'm the court, though. The court was nice. I thought nothing bad could possibly come out of this season. I, boy, have I been wrong. Hopefully next year is better. That's all you can really say. I don't know if it'll be better, I'll be honest, but that's literally all you can say. As long as, like, four of these players are traded and the coaching staff is gone, yeah, that's it. I don't even care if we win 20 games next year. I mean, well, I, I mean, you guys can get Victor if you guys think next year. That'd be, that'd be crazy. He's leading the new movement. Great, greatest uh, rocket center since Hakeem. I know y'all had Yao Ming, but still. Yeah, we'll see what happens with this during this franchise. We'll see. All right. All right, then. See y'all next week.